want to ask you a bunch of questions. And I want to have them answered immediately. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers! I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Hit me with it. Just give it to me straight. Welcome back to the Last Row Podcast. My name is Drew, and as always, I am joined by my friend and life partner, Badway. Hello, hello. How you doing? Great. I want to welcome all new listeners. For those that don't know, this is the podcast where we watch movies that might not have been loved by the critics, find their silver linings, and fill in the blanks that the movie writers might have left out. This week, we didn't watch a movie, but we had some great emails since we started doing this whole podcast thing, and we wanted to do a small mailbag show to thank everybody for writing in give some insight into who we are and why we're doing this show. Stick around at the end of the show. We're going to be announcing some Oscar categories for lifetime achievements that were left on the cutting room floor due to time constraints. We have the exclusive nominees and winners in a couple of very prestigious categories. Very honored to have this this, uh, distinction here, so stay tuned. Before we get started, let's tell you how you can keep in touch with us. You can find us on our website at thelastrowpodcast.com. You can follow us on Twitter at thelastrowpod. Hit us up on Facebook, facebook.com slash the last row pod. We're also on Google Plus. Leave us some comments on the SoundCloud player. And lastly, if you haven't done so already, head on out to iTunes. Give us a five-star review if you like it, the show. We just had a few people that, that we wanted to just thank you personally for writing in. Uh, the first one was V Tinkerbell 86 She says, I like, I'm assuming it's a she. Maybe it's a guy. Sorry hey, if it don't, is. You don't want to judge. I don't want, uh, sorry. Tinkerbell just assumed it was a girl. But uh, she says, I listen, she or he says, I listen to these guys, even if I haven't seen the movie, that's how much I enjoy them. Keep it up, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Taker. And I'm glad because, you know, that means we're doing something right. I'm glad that he likes the show. (laughs) He or she. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to assume, but I'm assuming it's a girl. (laughs) Um, And then someone named Jimmy Jimmy. Is that a girl? Which I'm assuming is from South Park, (laughs) one of a great, great show. Jimmy. Uh, who he says actually really good. (laughs) Wait, 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 wait. wait. (laughs) Actually really good. Actually really good. Yes. Isn't that like a backhanded compliment? No, I, I take it very positively. It's like, I was going to play this podcast, assuming it was going to suck. <laughs> and you know what? It was actually pretty good. I'm glad, though. I'm glad we could surprise you, Jimmy. Uh, he says, the two hosts are pretty funny and seem like nice guys, covering all the crappy movies, but appreciating them in a genuine and intelligent way without being ironic or hipster. Check it out. It's the last thing we want to do with the hipster. <laughs> I really appreciate you guys writing in. Thank you so much for leaving us some iTunes reviews. Um, if you haven't done so and you're thinking about doing it, please drop us a review. It helps us so much. Um, and I want to thank everyone that's going to do it in the future, too, because we know you are. So um, so we're going to answer some mailbag questions. The story of our lives. Um, <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes, 1,000%. 1,000%. Metacritic, 1 million. By MDB, 11 out of 10. <laughs> Directed by Drew Badway. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's basically a get-to-know-your-host kind of show. Um, you listen to these jabronis every week. You might want to know where we came from. What are we doing? What do we like? What do we hate? Without further ado, Drew, what do we got? So we're, I'm just going to read the questions, and we'll, we'll probably just take some time and just have a little discussion in between. Um, hopefully you don't hit stop in the middle of it. Um, You're the, fired from the, the podcast <laughs> if you hit stop. We're going to... Yeah. We will unsubscribe you. I don't know how, but we'll find a way. But the first question that comes through, um, it comes from Megan from Albany. She says, I'm assuming it's a she. Uh, better be. It better be. She sounds um, hot. Hey, guys. Really enjoy the show. Even though I haven't watched a lot of the movies that you've done so far, I still listen anyway. Kind of sounds like the review here. Sounds like you've had a lot of fun doing it, and it comes across in the show. What made you guys start a podcast? I'll let, so let you start that. She hasn't that. seen Bloodsport? Megan, Megan, you Come haven't on, seen Megan, Bloodsport? get on it. Come on. So why, why did we start this podcast? Because we wanted to? <laughs> Next question. <laughs> Man. No, I'm just kidding. You're bringing the heat today. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. Well, we started, it's funny because we decided we wanted to do a podcast like four years ago. Yeah, and we just maybe always, even more. Yeah, we always talked about it, but it just it never happened. Yeah, and um, we've always watched movies. We've always talked about movies. We met back in eleventh, twelfth grade, high school. We said we were a part. We've been a part of the movie business, you know, with our former veterans. jobs, veterans of the movie business, the movie industry, and uh, we're just watching movies, just talking about the dumbest stuff that has nothing to do with the plot. And we're like, you know what? Let's turn this into a podcast. Yeah, and that's basically four years later. We finally decided we got the equipment. Drew actually pulled the trigger, bought some microphones, yeah. and said, let's do this thing. Had a lot of help from a very good friend of ours named Ty. He's been on the show before, so I want to give a shout out to him. Thank you for helping us get started. Um, but it's been fun, and I'm glad that people are listening to it. I didn't think we would get more than five downloads, yeah. maybe ma- max total. Yeah, so. so I'm glad that people are enjoying it, and we really appreciate everybody listening. So hopefully you enjoy the future. Next question comes to you from Jimmy. 
No location. I'm going to assume that Jimmy comes from Tallahassee, Florida. That's that's the, yeah. the place I'm going to make up for him. He sounds like a Floridian. I'm channeling my inner Dave Richard from the CBS Fantasy Football <laughs> Podcast. I'm just going to name random yeah. locations. Right. Um, so anyway, he's, Jimmy says, Fellas, love the movie selection so far. How do you choose your movies? A lot of them seem to be good slash bad movies. Would you ever consider doing good slash good movies? I'm not sure what Jimmy means by that. I'm going to no, say I, like I, Oscar I, I winners. Get it. I, I totally get it. I totally get like it. Like Oscar winners? Yeah, something like, yeah. World-renowned movies. Movies that everybody loves. We could twist the plots yeah. on that, but certainly that's something we could do in the future, no doubt about it. But how do we choose our movies? We try to walk the fine line between movie that was poorly reviewed, but maybe it's a cult classic. Yeah, you know, movies we certainly enjoy. We we have this rule where we won't do the movie unless we enjoy it, or at least yeah. enjoyed it in the past. Maybe maybe on second review, like I think we had we had a we had a differing takes on Kindergarten Cop when we yeah. watched that for a second time. Much enjoyable the first first go around, and then. 20 years later. I think one of the examples that we like to give to is we made this spreadsheet when we first started this podcast with Rotten Tomato scores, IMDb scores, and try to come up with something that was towards the bottom. And when we first started it, I remember adding movies like Battlefield Earth. Yeah. And as we went through it, we're like, man, I just don't want to watch this movie. The happening. Like, I don't want to sit through the happening again, you know, because we we do rewatch every movie before we do this. So if we've seen it a hundred times, we rewatch Ghostbusters 2. I've seen that movie a million times, but we rewatched it again because we want to be fresh. See, that goes right back into good, good, good movies. Good slash good, good slash bad. Yeah. Those are bad slash bad movies. Battlefield Earth, a happening Lady of the Water, stuff like that. <laughs> We're not going to watch those movies because there's, there's, they're not, they're not going to be redeemable. Unless everybody writes in. If we get like a thousand emails that say, hey, please watch Lady in the Water, I guess we'll watch it. Yeah. But, you know, it's going to take a lot, a lot of people requesting that yeah. to, to do it. Well, to piggyback off this question, let's just go off on the tangent here. Let me put you on the spot here. What kind of movies do you enjoy, Drew? What, what What's your genre of choice? I, I generally like everything, okay? I mean... Come on, that's a cop-out. I, I know Let's that's go. a cop-out. Like, I really enjoy superhero movies. I'm a huge yeah. Batman fan. You could look around. I mean, you can't see this room right now, but there's tons of toys everywhere. Oh, I'm a big geek. I like Batman. I like Ghostbusters. I like Depart, like Departed, crime yep. dramas. I mean, I like uh, Gladiator. We were just watching that upstairs. Yep. I like movies like that, dramas. I'll watch generally anything. If I... if. It doesn't have to be your favorite movie tomorrow, but if I had to ask you right now, give me your favorite movie of right now at six o'clock on a Sunday. Oh my God. February 22nd, 2015. Man, this is a tough question. I mean, I could give you one of my favorite movies. It's, yeah, it's just the first thing that pops into your head. I the love Dark the Dark Knight. Knight. The Dark I love Knight. Heath Ledger. Love the Joker, as we joked about last time. Um, I, I just love Christian Bale. I think he's a great actor. I right. mean, it's not the best movie ever, Yeah, but it, to me, it's one of the most enjoyable movies I've ever seen. How about you? What's yours? You said it. You said it. Uh, you rail it off of one of your lists, crime drama. Yeah. That's kind of my wheelhouse. Yeah. Departed's, I would say, I just watched The Departed again for like the sixth time the other day. It's phenomenal. It's one of my favorite movies. I love any kind of crime drama. Um, African-American crime dramas give me juice. You know? <laughs> what about uh, Baby Boy? Is that one Tyrese? Baby Boy with Tyrese? Are yeah. you serious right that's, now? Of course. I know that's an underrated favorite yeah. of yours. Yeah, I, lo- I love black movies. I mean, I got to quote you on on one thing, though, that you said to me in the past, because we used to joke about, um, you know, what Bowie would watch and what he wouldn't watch. Yeah. And I remember he famously said, I don't like if it's not in the present. I don't like if it's in space. I don't like if it's in medieval times. (laughs) I don't like space. I don't like space movies. I don't like, you know, not like. What did you say? I like movies set today. Yeah, I like movies set in today or the, or the recent past. And since then, I've made him watch Game of Thrones, which is not a movie show. It's a it's a TV show, but I yeah, made him watch that, Game of that's Thrones. That's kind of my my going into that. Like that's like I, I creak the door open begrudgingly. It's, it's uh, plus boobs, you know. He will not watch Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I've never seen Lord you know, of the Rings. Um, don't put me in space and don't put me in the past. Don't put me. In the, I like I like where I am right now. So yeah, anything with Omar Epps, I'm all in. You know, Sam so Jackson. what's your favorite movie? Have you could you name one? Is it Departed? As of right now, no. I'll, I'll say Glorious Bastards today. Okay, that's a great movie. Yeah. You're a big Tarantino fan yeah, too. I'm I a big Tarantino are. fan. I'll say Glorious Bastards. I was blown away when I saw it in the theater, and upon multiple reviews after multiple reviews, still up top to me. And I know that we've talked about Oscars. So we will be talking about Oscar snubs later in the show. Yeah, um, that's but, certainly one. You know, of them That's for certainly me. one yeah. for you. As we talked about Tarantino, we'll get, we'll get into the years um, of, of those types so of movies. I've got a question for you though. If you could only watch one movie for the rest of your life. Now, this brings up an interesting point. It's not okay? favorite. It's not your favorite movie. It's what's the most watchable movie you've ever seen. If you could only watch oh. one movie for the rest of your life, I will. I will what tell would it be? you. I feel like the movie I've seen the most ever. It's close because it might be Ghostbusters. Yeah, 
It's a really strange movie. It's called Blue Streak. I know that movie. With Martin Lawrence and Tim Robbins. It's like HBO from like yeah. the late 90s. Yeah, it's always 2000s. on HBO. I, yeah. We had HBO when I was a kid. I was very fortunate to have HBO in my house all the way up through until I moved out. And then we got an apartment together. We had HBO. I've seen that movie probably 20 times. And I'm not even exaggerating. It's, it's not that it's even that great. It's just, it's, it's just very rewatchable. It's yeah. very, very enjoyable. But if I had to guess, it would probably be Ghostbusters 1. I've probably... It's got to be 100 at least. I think I would pick that because I probably have seen yeah. it over 100 times. I mean, it's part of the reasons why we're doing this podcast. While we've been friends for so long, we have the same taste in movies for the most part. And Ghostbusters is like the link that holds us. Like, it's just, it's, it's the rock solid <laughs> connection. It's what we bonded over. It's, we it's became fo- friends. It's the foundation to which this friendship is built upon. <laughs> Let's get into some actors now. Um, all right. Give me, give me your, uh, your all-time favorite actor, A, and B, your man crush. Oh my god! What, what dude can't you live without? There, see, there's a lot of guys that I can't live without. Okay, yeah. Starting with one, and, and I this know who is, he is. This is a man crush. Um, Christian Bale is always going to be one of my top favorite guys. So dreamy. It started when you showed me American Psycho yep. before he was cast as Batman. I remember sitting in my my parents' basement, right? Which was the spot. I know that's a joke, but we were hung out in my parents' basement, watch movies all the time. My dad. Hooked up the surround sound. It was a good spot to, to watch movies. It was so the spot. Yeah. Rent them from your former place of work if we weren't at the theater. You had like the, uh, what was it? Was it a 42? It was a pretty big TV, which CRT, at the time was pretty big. CRT. I think it was like 32. In the wooden panel. The big, t- the yeah. weighed 450 pounds. <laughs> you know, it took six guys to carry it down the stairs. I don't I don't think it's, it's got to be still be there. I don't it, know if it is still there. It's, it's not coming be there. Yeah. You, you, they're going to need to take that thing apart yeah. before they take it out. Yeah. But uh, Bale's definitely one. I remember the first time you told me about American Psycho. You're like, hey, this guy's going to be Batman. Because I had never seen the movie before. And yeah. you introduced me to that. Um, not a movie actor, but a TV actor. Stephen Amell from Arrow. Really? Love oh, that oh yeah, you do love that, that dude. That dude's awesome. You love that And dude. if you're not watching that show, you should watch it immediately. Yeah. It's very good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Drew gets on me every single week about watching Arrow and Flash and the Arrow Flash world. And I'm like, eh, listen, I'll I watch want, it next week. I want everybody that watches that show that listens to our show to tweet at Badway. His Twitter handle is at HeyBadway. I want you to tweet him and tell him to watch that show and tell him what he's missing and, out. And the rest of you that have never seen the show before... Don't listen to Drew. Don't watch the show because I haven't seen it. I'm sure it sucks. I know we have J- Jeremy, friend of the podcast, very friend of our life. He loves that show. We watch it together a lot. Friend, friend who listeners, Paul, he he watches it a lot too. Great show. If you haven't watched it, check it out. Make Bad Way watch Sounds it. Sounds like a Batman ripoff. Who's who's your favorite actor though? Favorite actor? I'll give you my man crush. All right, man crush. And I like the older guys. All right. All right. You're into older men. The, yeah. sil- the silver hair yeah. guys. <laughs> the silver backs. So, yeah. Is that what they're called? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go Matthew McConaughey. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. And it's, it's very recent. I mean, it started, I didn't start with True Detective, but yeah. like, that's where like he started to get well, because back he on went the role again. There. Gotta love me some Matthew McConaughey and Magic Mike. Oh gonna, yeah. Look, I'm not going to say I was in it. I was in it for the male stripping, but I will say <laughs> I was in it for the acting and for the, uh, just the overall enjoyment of the movie. McConaughey is a big part of that as well. Can, very, I, can I say that I really enjoyed that yeah. movie? I mean, I, I could... Does that make us weird for saying that? As a heterosexual man that's very comfortable in my sexuality, I can say that Magic Mike was a a very fun movie to watch. I actually really enjoyed that movie. I'm going to admit that. I'm going to put it all out there. I don't want to circle back here, but one of my other favorite actors, okay, it's it's a comedic actor, and I would have watched anything that this guy was in. I love Ben Stiller. I think he's hilarious. (laughs) I've been watching Meet the Parents has been on HBO, and if you're like me, Every time it's on, you're going to stop and watch it. Yeah. I've even fired up HBO Go to watch it, even though I've just seen it. That movie is criminally underrated. Yeah. It, the second one overshadows it because it came out more recently, but that movie is hilarious. Right. My favorite part is the Speedo. That's yeah. my favorite part. It's just so funny. And uh, as far as favorite actor goes, I mean, I, I, I've, I dare you to find a bad movie that Leo DiCaprio was made. That's very true. Yeah. Some people rag on Leo for no reason at all. I just saw... Um, I rewatched Wolf of Wall Street yesterday Great dur- during the movie. snowstorm. Great movie. Three hours. I've seen it before. Like, there's no reason to watch a three-hour movie twice in, or, twice in your life. Especially Scorsese. Yeah. But, I mean, this movie takes the cake. Oh, yeah. Leo was great in it. Leo was also great in Django Unchained as the racist slave that. master. Like, he is so good it was uncomfortable of how yeah. good of a racist he was in that movie. Yeah. So He's an excellent actor. Yeah. And, and it took me a long time to, like, appreciate his talents. But, yeah, I, I agree with you. So I know we're still on like what the second question from the mailbag, but but uh, I want to ask mail, you the mailbag can wait. Let's let's keep going. But I want to ask you another question, okay? Fair. Because this question from Jimmy brought up like a whole bunch of questions from for us, right? Fair. So I want to ask you because we talked about this before, but 
we've talked about sidekicks. I know we had some people write in about sidekicks. Yeah. That's one of my favorite movies ever. Oh, like it's so such good. an underrated movie. And and thinking about that movie brings up the question for you that I have is name a movie from your childhood that you would bet that 99% of people wouldn't know about, but you know about, and every time yeah. you come on, you watch it. Right. See, first of all, let me talk about sidekicks for, for a quick second. It's not even about the Chuck Norris thing, because Chuck Norris is a thing we all yeah. know. It's played out. It was before out. that. It was before all that. And it's not even about Chuck Norris. It's about Barry, and it's about the story. It's, please, go go to your local video store and buy it on VHS, I don't if even you can think find it. it. No, it's it's fully streaming <laughs> on YouTube. Is okay? it? Okay. Yeah. Go on YouTube and watch Sidekicks. Stream it. Get, get, get your cast on. Get yourself some Sidekicks. You won't be disappointed. You should watch that movie. It's before Chuck Norris became a thing. It's now, so good. There was, see, um, I was on Facebook the other day, and your brother posted a scene from this movie called The Paper Brigade. Oh, yeah. So I feel like that movie, like, I didn't know anyone else knew about this movie. The old Disney yeah. ones. Now, the kid that played that, he was in a couple of movies in that time frame in the mid-90s. Yeah. He was like this tweeter kids movie type of actor. I remember this other movie. It was called House Arrest. Yeah. He's, Dude. Yeah. House You're Arrest. me back. Yeah. With Jamie Lee Curtis and I think maybe Tom Arnold. Yeah, I don't know. I think so. He's was probably it Tom Arnold? I don't remember. I and remember he, the name, though. Yeah. I remember it vividly. Yeah, I don't think it was Tom Arnold. I think it was Kevin Pollack, actually. That's probably. who it was. That's what, yeah, but anyway, it's where the, all the parents get the, get the... All the kids trap their parents in the basement of this house to try to, like, stop them from getting divorces. Yes. Because yeah, they're all getting divorces or whatever. So, and then the kids basically run amok. It's, it's a totally shitty movie. But that's a movie where I feel like nobody knows... It's fun, though. It's like nobody remembers. It was a bad movie, but it was enjoyable to watch as a kid. You know what's another one? Camp Nowhere. Camp Nowhere. That's a good one with uh, mud. And (laughs) I'm pretty sure Doc Brown is in that movie, too. That's not the uh, Daniel Stern one, though, right? No, that's Bushwhacked. That's Bushwhacked. That's another great movie. I get them mixed up all the time. Bushwhacked is really good, too. If you haven't watched that, you should. Another one starring Tom Arnold and Rick Moranis, Big Bully, which gets lambasted. Love that movie. Listen, I, I was on a plane one time. And that movie was on, and I'm like, yeah. wow, this is the first time I've ever seen it. What an entertaining movie. Yeah, so it's these movies that kind of shape our love for doing this, which is why we're sitting here today. Of These movies that, there's a good, there's there's pretty much good in almost every movie yeah. that you can find. And uh, one more thing, I feel like one of the first movies I saw in the theater, like, I, I remember specifically, I've said this before, Ghostbusters 2 was the first movie I saw in the theater. I remember watching this movie called Bingo. Bingo. I don't it's know a, that It's one. a movie about a dog, and he doesn't really have special... It's not Air Bud. Okay. He, like, for some way or another, he's, like, a very special dog, and he somehow finds a way to, like, lead people to, to solve a crime or, like, thwart criminals. It's this <laughs> kid's dog. And I remember at the end of the movie, he's, like, in this burning warehouse, and he saves the day somehow, but yet they make it look like he died. The dog? The dog, yes. He, like, he died in a heroic act. But it turns out that he did die. It was like a fake out. Oh, and I man. was crying in the movie theater because I thought he died. The old Philly fake yeah. out. They so, got you. So I don't, I feel like no one's in that movie. I feel like there's nobody of any name that's in that it's movie. Not I just remember the movie Bingo and it really left a, left an impression on me because I was very sad about it. I got another Anything one. for you? Yeah. And I don't want to drag this on for too long, but I got another one. Has anyone seen Heavyweights? I know it's probably, yeah, right? Yeah. It's Ben Stiller. And and that's White Goodman before White Goodman yeah. was White Goodman. It was Goodman, the basis okay? for White Goodman. Tony yeah. Perkis, the Perkis yeah. system. That's hilarious. And there's another one, um, kind of like the Paper Brigade. It was on the Disney Channel back in the day. It was called Brink. I don't it's, think I saw that one. It's like a, uh, a roller skating movie, like a oh, rollerblading yeah. one, where the kid joins the team. That's right. Um, and then our good friend Andrew, he has another one. It's a movie called Airborne. That's just a, a fun movie. I'm pretty sure Jack Black's, Jack Black's in, in that. But yeah. what, what isn't Jack Black in the 90s? He's <laughs> Jack in everything. Jack Black's in the cable guy. And you're like, what is Jack He's Black? in everything. Yeah. It's just ridiculous. Um, but anyway, I, drag, I digress and I'm dragging on. So we'll move on to the next question here. Next question comes from listener Will. Will doesn't give us a location, so I'm just going to look to you. To, uh, uh, Tuscaloosa. All right. That's good enough. Yeah. Um, uh, so he, Will says, hey, guys, I really enjoy the show. On a previous episode, you both mentioned that you worked in the film industry, in quotes. Ooh, film so, industry. So, I don't know. That that sounds a little dubious. Uh, I myself worked at a movie theater chain, and I hated it. Was yours a soul-sucking hellhole like my experience? Yeah, Will? <laughs> Will, I'm sorry that you had a terrible experience. Well, if it's Will from Pennsylvania, then maybe, you know, I've seen a few Wills where they treat it like it's the worst job in the world, and they make you feel bad for asking them simple questions like, can I get butter on my popcorn? Yeah. <laughs> right? extra butter well, i don't know drew you how long did you work at at uh at your uh, fine establishment there uh let's man i worked there through high school all the way through college your magical right? movie theater <laughs> the place that was very royal yeah um without naming names 
But uh, I worked there and it, it was fun. It was a fun like summer job, but yeah. I, I'd be lying if I said that some days weren't hell. Well, that's, you know? that's with every job though, but it didn't suck your soul. I mean, you liked it, right? For the most yeah, part, it was as fun. far as Look, part-time this, jobs all go. All my friends worked there, except for you. You worked at another place, yes. which we'll get to in a second, I guess. Yeah. Um, we should talk about yours. Of course. Um, but but I, it was fun. I mean, there was a lot of crap that you had to deal with, but <laughs> we still had a good time and we got free movies, so you can't beat that. Now, I've, I've heard all of your stories before. Yeah. I mean, for the listeners here, you want to give us one or two about what ha- the crazy stuff that may have happened to you on your shift? Yeah, I, I guess I'll, I'll name some some things because I want to make Will feel better, and uh, yeah. I don't want Will to think he was the only one that worked at a crappy place. Yeah. here. Will, um, it gets better. You gotta enjoy the crappy moments of your childhood and your not childhood, but your youth. You'll look back on it fondly yeah. one day, like I am now. But uh, I'll I'll be lying if I said that like when movies like Harry Potter came out, it wasn't a soul sucking hellhole. <laughs> um, Harry Potter, like Star the Star Wars, Wars releases, you know, like yeah, a bunch of those yeah. a bunch of those gigantic movies where people are dressed that, up and they take it so seriously that it's the world dude to them. that was anything but fun especially i have a good story about this so i vividly remember um i was watching star wars episode three i had got off of work i was a manager there so i wore a suit and i yeah. i guess you don't wear a suit to the movies right but you had right. to wear it for for work so i got off early that night of the midnight release to watch star wars episode three one of the most anticipated movies up until that time and i was sitting in a theater and there was a problem with one of the the reels of film. It was right when uh, Sam Jackson's character was in trouble. If you remember this movie, it was about to whatever happened. I don't want to spoil it for anyone. Oh, please. But you know what I mean? <laughs> so anyway, I just vividly remember this. Like the screen started turning red. So there was a problem with one of the reels of film. Yeah. And I ran out of the theater to go tell somebody. And I was worried that, you know, somebody was going to have a bad experience, right? Because yeah. I cared. And uh, I was running down the hall and this guy... He must have been like my dad's age. He's probably in his 50s. Started chasing me down the hall. Like it was like Terminator style, dude. Like he was running down the hall at me. And I just kind of like kept walking a little faster, walking a little faster. I wasn't sure if he was running to go to the bathroom or he was running at me. Next thing you know, he just starts yelling, hey, hey. And he starts yelling at me. And he's like, do you work here? And I was like, yeah. Uh, and then he just starts running at me. And he got in my face and started yelling at me like, do you know how long I've been waiting for this? And I was like, uh, I'm sorry. And I like went behind the door that you had to type the code in, you know, and I like slammed the door and ran upstairs. I was like, dude, I'm going to try to fix this for you. And he, he like freaked out. I thought the guy was going to murder me. People take their movies really seriously. I had, there's a couple other, uh, tell me, tell, tell us about the, the house of wax incident. I've heard the house of wax incident. So there was a, the way the movie theater set up is there's a very long hallway with a whole bunch of theaters at the end. And, um, I just remember one night Someone came up to me and said, excuse me, I think something happened to somebody in the back of the, in the back of the theater. Uh-huh. I'm like, oh my God, what, what does that even mean? You know what I mean? What, something <laughs> well, happened. So, a lot of things could it's happen. It's like, well, uh, so I think somebody's like not, not alive. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, are they dead? So again, I know I mentioned it before, friend Jeremy, uh, listener to the podcast. I said, dude, he worked there too. Can you please come back here with me just in case something's something's up? In case the shit goes down. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so we walk back to the theater and uh, I just remember walking back all the way through the hallway. I'm like, what the hell do you think's wrong back there? And uh, we open the door and we go in and there's like a row of people. Yeah. And they were. Th- so mind you, this is House of Wax. So it's like a horror movie. And I'm not scared by this stuff, but it was a little creepy when you see like five people. Yeah. Including two young children completely passed out like halfway up the theater. The only people left in the theater. And I didn't know if this was like some sort of suicide pact oh, or some crazy like thing, you know, and you see them sitting there and it's like, what? So Jerem and me walk up to them and we try to wake them up and they didn't move. Nothing happened. <laughs> we started yelling. We're like, hey, wake up. And he taps like their leg. They're not moving. Long story yeah. short, we thought they were dead. I mean, I was like, all right, now I'm seeing my first dead body <laughs> yeah. in a house of wax in the back of a movie theater. This is probably crazy. Get your latex gloves on. Yeah. Right? So we, we go up to the front and call the cops. Cops come and they wake the people up with smelling salts. I think they had like drank themselves into a stupor and just passed out. And they looked like teenage parents. It looked like somebody you would see on Teenage well, Mom. the type of people to bring their kids to House of Wax. It was a story Alicia Cuthbert. But uh, that's a good one. And the last one that, that I'll, I'll talk about is um, I'm sure people have customers that they know, like the usual, the guy that's the usual. The huge, yeah. So there was yeah. this guy that used to come and ask for something. Um, he was known by the name of what he asked for. And uh, he always wanted the same thing. Yeah. And if you didn't know it, he was pissed at you. He got mad at you because he's a big deal. Yeah, right? he's kind of a big deal. So yeah. he would come in every Sunday morning and he would order the same thing. And he would just say, give me the usual. 
and you're supposed to know what the hell that means. And I'm talking like if you're a 16 year old kid, first yeah. job at a at a high school and in yeah. high school, and you're just standing there waiting. So give me the usual. So if part of the usual is a diet coke, and you give them a regular coke, oh, forget it. It's getting thrown in your All face. All hell's breaking it's getting loose. Getting thrown man. in your face. You just you done effed up your job there. <laughs> so long story short, the guy w- would feel pissed off because people would mess up his order because you just right. didn't know what the hell are you supposed to know that for so will i feel you man i yeah. feel you so what about you man? certainly you not worked, soul crushing you worked at a different place i worked at a video store let's call it blockbuster video for lack of a better word <laughs> it doesn't exist anymore you're allowed to talk <laughs> place about doesn't it. exist anymore i don't know if you've ever been so i worked there three locations over a couple different cities along the east eastern pennsylvania the most memorable one i had i was still a csr at the time i was with the assistant manager and these stores were open until 1 a.m. on Friday and Saturday yeah. night. So we're sitting there. It's like 12.50. And this drunk couple comes in. And this is always terrible when the drunk couple comes in at 12.30. Because you're thinking, oh, my God. They're going to take an hour to pick their movie. We can't really you kick them out. We just want to get the hell out of here. We want to get the hell out of here. So they're just sitting there. And, like, I see them by the drama section in the middle. It's called The Core. The older movies. The Core? Yeah. So we got the comedy is section. Is that like the drama a section. blockbuster, like, term. terminology? Yeah, The Core. The go, Core. Go clean The Core up, Kevin. Uh <laughs> So you're supposed to know where that is. Yeah. So they're in the comedy section. And then all of a sudden, like I'm going, I'm checking movies in or whatever I'm doing. And I look back and they're like, they're nowhere. I don't see them anywhere. They're nowhere to be found. Yeah. So <laughs> all of a sudden their heads pop up and then they walk to the walk to the front. They read a movie. I forget what movie they rented. And they, well, they were acted very strangely. They're clearly drunk and they were very odd. So that's it. We close the store. I go to clean the core. Go Kevin, clean the core. We we'll straighten the movies up. Get on it, Kevin. Somebody pissed in the comedy section. And we damn well know who pissed in the comedy section. It was drunk asshole number one and drunk number two. Oh my God. Luckily, we were were forbidden, forbode from cleaning up bodily fluids in this job. So we had to to call like the the hazmat or hazmat, whatever. Biohazard people. Biohazard people. Did so, they come in the Ebola suit? Like, were they wearing full-on gear? No, it was just some guy. That's his job. <laughs> he had latex gloves, and that's so it. So I had to sit there until 3 o'clock because some asshole pissed at the comedy section. How appropriate the that comedy sucks. section. And to talk about regular customers, I had this one guy. I remember, I, I know his name. His name is Bay. B-E-Y, Bay. And I know his name because he gave me his phone number. This was a guy who was a regular. He had the movie pass. He was in every night, rented two movies, returned two, get two more. Guy was a drug dealer. I know he was a drug dealer. I never asked for drugs. He never told me he sold drugs, but like there was this spoken connection that he was selling drugs. <laughs> so you're he, a le- he's yeah. a legend. Yeah. He gave me his card. He had a card and he's basically said, here, here's my number. Call me if you need anything. <laughs> you know and what that means? The way he said it, call me if Did you need wink? anything. Did he wink at you? There was no wink. He had like, he looked kind of Amish, but not really. He had like these shit locks kind of thing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Trying to think of like if you saw the video for uh, Andy Samberg's uh, Rastafarian man, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Ross Trent, like yeah, that, yeah. that's what the guy looked like. Did he look like John Travolta from Battlefield? Earth? Yes, that's exactly that's exactly who he looked like. <laughs> so I always remember Bay. I had his phone number in my phone, even though I never wanted his drugs or needed his drugs. I had it in my phone. I don't know why I programmed it in there just in case, just right? in case the shit went yeah. down. And you needed something. Yeah. And then uh, another thing we and this is kind of messed up, but. There was always a ba- there was a bathroom in the back for employees only. Yeah, and people always wanted to use that bathroom, and you had to get a key to use the bathroom. And anytime somebody asked me if there was a bathroom in the building, I would say no because I didn't feel like walking them to the bathroom. <laughs> so, and if they made a mess in the bathroom, then I'd have to sit there yeah, and the do cool. the whole piss in the comedy section. Oh, you gotta again. call the guy. You gotta call the guy and be there for another five hours. So I would always say no. <laughs> I feel bad, but at the same time, like you know what? Screw these people. You know what? Go home and go to the bathroom. You know what's funny about? Uh, Think about high school and stuff and yeah. hall pass keys and all this stuff. Um, do you remember like if they, they you know, you go to a gas station and they give you like the block of wood with the key on it yeah, and all that right. stuff. Yeah. So I had a, a teacher in high school. I won't name him, but he was hilarious and really cool guy. And uh, he taught technology stuff. And um, I remember, I don't know if it was a running joke because no one actually did it that, that I know of. But uh, he used to get pissed because people would try to ask to go to the bathroom and just goof off all the time. So he made the hall pass an old CRT monitor. So if you had to go to the bathroom, you, better you had to carry this like 17 inch CRT monitor, like with the cable on it and yeah. stuff. You better have to go. You know, I don't, I don't know of anyone that actually used it because yeah. it's like, you know, people were, were goofing off and all that stuff, but right. it was really funny. Um, just, just the idea of, of, of doing that. Um, so anyway, so it's good times. I mean, 
you got you got to laugh at these things, and sometimes it's a, it's a shitty job, but hopefully it's there's there's better things to come down the road. If you look back at the time, and you, you know what? It was a simpler time. Yeah, it wasn't so bad. And and that's the thing. I don't Soul know if Will sucking. still works there, yeah. but Will, I want to tell you, it, just enjoy it because it's yeah. it actually is fun. You won't realize it until you're done. You and get your soul sucked in other places too, man. Yeah, <laughs> the movie the movie biz isn't as uh, as bad as you think it is. Yeah, um, you can get your soul sucked behind the movie theater if you really want to. So, <laughs> so, so that, that might cost you five oh. bucks. <laughs> cost you five bucks. <laughs> anyway, next question. You guys seem to like all these movies that didn't do well. Are there any movies that you don't like? This one comes to us from Michelle from Upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Last Wife? <laughs> Michelle from Upstairs. So yeah, this um, is literally was a question from The Last Wife. Yeah, so I don't know. I mean, I find it hard for us to dislike any movie. I mean, generally, it takes a pretty bad movie for me to not at least at some point enjoy it or somehow we always joke about we find the silver linings. Yeah. But I, I tend to enjoy most movies that I watch. Yeah, me too. So I'm, I'm very, I'm very, I'm a pushover, very easy critic. I'll give everything five stars, you know? Yeah. I think this brings us back to uh, talking about my parents' basement and just yeah. watching movies and all that kind of stuff uh, back in the day. Um, a good friend of ours, Julio, we used to watch um, bad movies kind of on purpose, and we still liked them, you know? Yeah, it, sure. It, it started, I remember us sitting in Blockbuster for like forever trying to rent this movie, and we finally settled on The Ninth Gate with Johnny, Johnny Depp. Depp yeah. If anyone's ever seen that, it's not very good. Um, <laughs> but we kind of thought that it would be good because it's Johnny Depp. I mean, he doesn't make bad movies, right? Um, well, yeah, that say that now. Yeah, <laughs> back then it wasn't he was very good. He was respected back it then. It just reminded me of something that would be on like yeah. uh, Prometheus Entertainment on History Channel. Right. Yeah, there's that. There's a Session Nine, oh, which God. is I don't even can't even describe it. It's just ridiculous. Um, it's like some kind of ghost. They were like movie. remodeling. Yeah. They were remodeling like a psych ward at a place, and they went crazy. So U five seven one, which is one of the battleship movie. Yeah, uh, Ghost Ship, which is a horror movie. <laughs> was it was a ship that was a ghost. <laughs> was, How could you go wrong? It's a ghost it's ship. A ghost ship. Yeah. We kind uh, of so, we kind of like sought these out after a while. It's like all right, we kind of made it a thing. It was like Bad yeah. Movie Wednesday, so we went and actually watched it. You yeah. know, we did it on purpose. Like, can we outdo ourselves? Right. And then we write at the core uh, with our our partner in crime, Julio. Oh, yeah. Two faces in that one. Yeah. <laughs> Aaron Eckhart. Yeah. And um. So that that was renowned for Drew and I fell asleep and Julio was like glued to it. He loved it. <laughs> I bet he still defends it to this yeah, day. Probably we, does. We, I'll have to ask him if he still likes it. So but uh, I, I think that's a terrible. So movie. give me a movie that you can't stand. Like ask, answer the lady's question. I vividly remember, um, and actually this is with Julio too. We watched this in the theater yeah. at at the movie theater that we used to work at. Wolf Creek. That was Horror a little. It's a little unknown horror movie yeah. that kind of came out and it was back during the time in the early 2000s when every horror movie was all the same there were like backwoods like, types of yeah they were like in either joshua tree or someplace in australia. australia yeah it was australia yeah. they were yeah. just backpackers yeah and they just got lost and it was the entire movie was them like <laughs> they were lost the entire movie was their lost. and then like the last 10 minutes some guy like messes with them and yeah. everyone dies I that was like one of the first movies that I ever wanted to walk out on. Yeah, and I pretty it was boring. just terrible. It was so bad. Um, I, we almost did walk out on that one. Yeah, I'm it was pretty, pretty sure. horrible. And like the, the show Lost did just people having being lost for five seasons better than yeah. Wolf Creek did. People getting lost for two hours. What What about you? Uh, I remember specifically I what I got when I first was a customer at Blockbuster when the DVD was new. I got the DVD pass. Yeah, you rented one movie every day for thirty it's a great days. Deal. Right. One of the movies I rated was Get Carter. Oh, it was man. like this guy was a debt collector, Sylvester Stallone, or like he would just come and pound your face in if he didn't pay up your bets. One of those guys. And I was very excited to see it, but it was always out. They only had one copy and it was always out, always out, always out. Yeah. So the anticipation built. Then finally, one of the last days of my pass before it ran out, it was finally available. Random. Put it in. Biggest piece of shit stuff Stallone ever did. <laughs> and he's put together a lot of pieces of shit. You know, I always mix that movie up with Coach Carter. Coach I don't Carter, know why. Like, Coach Carter's I, a good one. I just assume that's, that it's the Sam. same. Sam L. Jackson, um, Coach of the Kids. Do you remember the time? So again, at the place that I worked at, we got to watch free movies sometimes. Yeah. Um, I remember watching Lady in the Water. I was there. Yeah. And it was at the point where I was just over M. Night Shyamalan by this point. But I was yeah. like, all right, I'll give it a shot. It's free. Yeah. And you and me were watching it. And like we, I, I, we were so close to walking out. Yeah. That movie was... I'm sorry I, to say it's a steaming pile of shit. I was squirting in my seat. Like, I was, like, visibly, like, throwing my hands in the air. Like, what are they doing with this movie right now? I'm sure someone out there likes it, and and I'm sorry to insult the movie that you like, but 
I just could not stand that movie. And that was by the point where he became so self-indulgent. He made himself like yeah. a, a main character. Yeah. You know, it's like he's not a good actor either. Yeah, he's terrible. I, I, I would go as far to say that this man is a hack. He's a hack? Yeah. A hack. No, <laughs> he made some good movies, but I feel like... You know, he kind of stumbled upon them. I'll give him Six Sense and Unbreakable. Six Sense was a great movie. Unbreakable, Unbreakable was, was good. good. After that, it was yeah. The village, that, eh. man, and right. you know the happening. I, yeah. We call it the crappening. Lastly, uh, one one of the movies I've seen more recently, The Fourth Kind. Yeah, it was horrible, terrible movie for like the first ninety two minutes, but yeah. then the last like five minutes scared the shit out of me. <laughs> I wish I would have walked away, would have turned it off. I wish I would have stopped watching it. I, I'm not a fan of the whole like demonic possession, alien it was possession like alien, type stuff. alien possession thing. I don't know if I if I would uh, watch that courageously. But that's another movie where if you want to torture yourself for 90 minutes on a shitty movie, but then get your the piss scared out of you in the last five, that's watch one. the fourth kind. Now what about overrated movies? Movies that are good, we'll even admit they're good, but they get way more credit than they probably should. All right. So that we're going to probably going to piss off a lot of people with yeah, this. I got a big one. here. I, oh, you go first. Go I have ahead. a big one. Go ahead. I've never watched any of the Godfathers. Really? Out of spite. I think so. I think they're good films. OK, uh, but I wonder if what you're saying is maybe they don't hold up. Well, I've never seen a, a stitch, a reel of any of these movies because I've had some I had some childhood friends that would get on me all the time. You got to watch Godfather. Oh my god, I can't believe I never saw Godfather. What, you don't like mafia movies? Yes, I like mafia movies. Yes, I See, like Sopranos. I would think it's up your alley because you and, like those yeah, kind of probably movies. probably You sound like one of those guys. Yeah, here we are. You should I'm watch Godfather. Watch Maybe I'll watch it. I'll watch it on my 50th birthday if I make it there. Watch I make it at 50, I'll watch it. Watch it. <laughs> I'm going to hold you yeah, to this, you know? Yeah. We're going to be uh, old man at 50. Suicide at 49, my so, friend. Yeah. I'll never watch it. You're not going to watch it? Yeah. I'm sure people are going to write in and tell you you need to watch that. So overrated. I don't care if it's the best movie of all yeah. time. I'll say overrated, but it's ignorant because I never saw it. You, what if it's your favorite movie of all time? You Could just be. never saw it. That good for me. I, think you I, I, need got, to watch I got that it. one in the bank. Then I think That's a you good need thing. to watch that. That's a good thing. You should go watch it. Another one I got is would probably piss off some um, some of the space movie fans. Yeah, I don't like space. Space. So <laughs> space movies. <laughs> so this was this was in the summer of uh, Star Wars Episode Three, which you say was like one of the biggest theatrical at releases the time, of all time. At the time, it was right. very very yeah. highly anticipated. So I had just started this new job. It was like my first like eight to five job. Yeah. So I had to get up early every morning and you guys worked in the theater. It was a summer and you got to see a special three day previous screening of Star Wars episode three, which any kind of Star Wars geek would have killed to be in my position. Right. Oh, yeah. It was like three days before this movie came out. I was very honored and lucky to have this seat to see this movie. But the problem is it started at like midnight. Uh, probably later. 1230. It might have been 1230. And I had to go to one. work the next morning. But I, you know what? I'm going to go. I love movies. I'm going to go. I don't like a lot of Star Wars movies, but I'll go anyway. 20 minutes in, <laughs> I'm out. He was snoring next I'm to snoring. me, by the way. <laughs> he was snoring. I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe you're asleep. Like this movie. And I'm not to say like, I'm not going to give you how I feel about the prequels. I mean, I know people are very passionate for yeah. or against them. I think they were entertaining movies. You know, yeah, I, I mean? got a problem like, with all of them. So I'm just not a fan of space movies. Don't give me. He, he was out Star cold. Wars. Let me tell you, he was out cold. Yeah, so. And uh, it, it was, it blew my mind. I think Star Wars gets too much hype. So before I go any further, you have anything? Yeah. I mean, and I really, let me, let me. Caveat. This. this sounds like a caveat. Let me caveat this that I actually really enjoy this movie. I think it's one of the better movies out there. Yeah. Um, I actually really love the Avengers. Yes. I think it's a great movie. Right. But it's like a 99, whatever the hell it is on, Rotten, on tomatoes, Rotten Tomatoes. Everybody and, loves it. Everybody reviewed it and well. I, I think it's really good, but I don't think it's any better than the the movies that lead up to it. I almost think they're better. I kind of prefer the the individual lead up the better the individual better films because i like that they can focus on the characters but I, and right. i think maybe the ultimate and why it gets the critical claim is it's one of the first movies that i think it did really well yeah. where it, it kind of took a million characters and put them into the screen without making it ridiculous and oh we have too many people we're gonna just go scatterbrain throughout the movie i thought yeah. it did a really good job of kind of screen time for each character but at the same time i don't think it's the greatest movie of all time like people yeah. proclaim it um i did enjoy it and I think we talked a little bit about this too. Kids movies, you right. know, the Disney movies. Specifically Pixar, right? Yeah, and I think they're yeah. all great. Don't get yeah, me wrong. They are. I, again, we're not trying to be negative, but the question is what what don't you like? Yeah, this or whatever. is all, all relative to over, being overrated. I really enjoy yeah. these films, but I think, you know, again, working at the theater back in the day, it's one of those things where, you know, I can look at it and say, there's maybe one or two kids movies that comes out every week, and you know damn well that what's going to happen with that is... 
they're going to focus on, hey, parents that don't want to spend time with their kids, hey, I'm going to go go take them to this movie. It's a real easy thing to do, you know? And there, there's some other ones too. I mean, you, obviously people want to go to the movies with their kids, but right. it's an easy thing. Hey, let's, I, I don't know what to do today. Let's go to the movies. Yeah. So they go to the movies and it's going to make a lot of money. It could be the shittiest Doesn't movie ever. Doesn't matter what it is, yeah. But it's going to make a lot of money. I agree with you. I agree, agree with you with the Avengers thing. I mean, I'm not a comic book fan myself. I enjoy the Batman movies. I enjoy Spider-Man I love, I movies. I loved Avengers. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed it. I fell asleep during, during uh, Avengers myself. But I also <laughs> fell asleep during Man of Steel, so it's not a DC versus <laughs> Marvel thing. I just, I fall asleep. I remember that was the loudest movie we've ever watched, too. It was turned up to like 11 yeah. for Man of Steel. I'm an old man when it comes to the movie theater. I need to watch it at home. Anyway, let's move on to the next. So the next question comes to us from Erica. Erica with a C, not a K. That's important. As if there's we, a difference. We have to know that difference. Um, so Erica says, your movie selection has been mostly comedies and action movies. Did you ever getting, did you ever consider getting in touch with your emotional side and enjoying a good cry oh. during a movie? Oh. I think we, so we kind of tried to do that with She's All That, but yeah. it's not really a, a cry it out movie. No, that's a comedy. I'll, I'll go confession time right now. Yeah. I cry at movies. Yeah. You're, I, shed, you're a I shed tears. Now this didn't happen until like the last like three or four years. Three, four, five now years. That you've gotten older. I, yeah, I've gotten a little older in my days. I've gotten more introspective. I kind of feel for some of these characters. So, well, is there such thing as a movie that's designed to make you cry? Like they're yes. making this movie. They're like, what can we put in that's going to be the ultimate tearjerker? What what can we make that's going to make people ball their eyes out? Well, I'm sure there is. I mean, these movies like uh, the Fault in the Our Fault Stars. The Fault in Our Stars. Like, what are you supposed to do? Not cry? I mean, you, that you gotta cry. What are you supposed to do? You gotta cry. Yeah. And the, the first one that on this list here that is very much designed to make you cry is Big Fish. I love that movie, This by movie the way. is scientifically engineered to pull tears out yeah. of Ned's ducks <laughs> about losing their father. I remember watching... So I saw that in the theater, and I loved it, right? Yeah. But I remember watching... Me, you, and Michelle watch that movie. Um, it was like a couple years, a couple ago, years ago at, the, the, at apartment. the apartment we used to live at. I never saw it before. And the credits rolled, yeah. and it was just silence. We were watching it in the dark, which like helped. a good two minutes. It was, it, we, I was incognito. And I looked over yeah. at you, and I saw the single tear. Yeah. And it's like, did you like it? I was like, yeah, it was good. <laughs> I was getting a little dusty myself. <laughs> I have to admit, I got a little dusty myself. Yeah. What, what else? else? What else made you go? I mean, is there anything else that made well, you, you agreed on this one as well? I watched Boyhood. Yes. And I don't know why I was crying during Boyhood, but I I, I teared up a little bit during yeah. Boyhood. No, it's, it's because it makes you think. Yeah. It makes you think about growing and, up and your yeah. family. And not even during an emotional seed. Like there was just some times where I was just looking at the kid. I was like, I don't know, maybe thought of myself, thought yeah. of my life, you know? Yeah, like you thought about growing up. My future kids, maybe. Who knows? Well, you know what? And, and I don't want to circle back on the last question. Yeah. Let me say this. I think Boyhood was an excellent movie. Sure. But I also think that it could be overrated. It's had overrated for what it was. Because like, oh, 12 it's, years of the making. It's kind of the, the, the idea of it and yeah. the way that it worked it's a, is, is yeah. slightly overrated. But I loved it. Don't still, get me wrong. Still a triumph. Sure. But I think you could add it to that list. Sure. It does deserve the 100%. Maybe it does. Um, but I think it could add it to that list. Anything, anything yeah, else I got a good one. Yeah. I actually teared up, and, and it, it was this is embarrassing, but I'm, I'll, I'll admit it, man. <laughs> I know what you're going to say. I, uh, I was watching Dark Knight Rises, and, and <laughs> I, I knew you were going to laugh at me. But, you were uh, going to cry because you thought Batman was I dead. I thought Batman died, man. <laughs> I thought Batman died. You can make fun of me all you want. That is awesome. Now, tell me if you watched that movie and you weren't sitting there watching Alfred at the grave, <laughs> yeah. and he's standing there, and he's like, oh, Mr. Wayne. There's no way Batman was dead. Now, come on, man. <laughs> I thought he flew that nuke out of the city and went with no, it. Man. I didn't think he fixed the autopilot system. It would have been a better ending had he been dead. I got I got a couple others here. I mean, Saving Private Ryan, I mean, that gets you a little, little uh, dusty. Sure. Um, yeah. A good one is uh, I remember watching Little Giants a couple weeks ago when we did the episode. I remember Michelle, and she's going to get mad at me for calling her out, but uh, it was funny because I think the part where, was it Tad? Little, uh, it was a Tad, yeah. Or, uh, the or one kid whose Johnny. dad, or Johnny, Johnny. Johnny. Yeah, the yeah. kid whose uh, dad is always on the Christmas, or the trips, uh, business trips. Um, he ran and like scored a touchdown and he like ran to his dad. And I think that Michelle got very emotional at that. <laughs> she was feeling very emotional at that. Um, do you yeah. have any others? The big one for me is um, Field of Dreams. Yeah. I mean, everybody cries. All, all, the, all the guys cry at that movie. We had always had a catch with their dad. Every time where he goes, uh, hey, uh, how about a little catch? <laughs> it's like, I know it's coming. I've seen it 20 times. Yeah. I know the line's coming. But here it comes just waterworks. That's like hard crying because that's like it like, gets you inside yeah. that relationship. Uh, that one, and also, uh, speaking of kids' movies, Toy Story 3. You've I, never see, seen Toy seen Story that. 3. Toy Story 3 is a hell of a movie. I know I need to watch it. It is an emotion, emotional roller coaster that 
makes you reflect upon your entire childhood. Is it like boyhood? Like it gets you yes. think about growing up? You will cry during that movie. You will. See, here's the thing. I can't believe that we have a movie podcast and I haven't watched some of these movies. Yeah. I feel like, a, and, like I'm cheating. And also Pixar, I mean, they're good at this. Up. Up's another one. You, yeah. will, you will shed a tear during Up. You can't help it. Next question, Drew. So the next question comes from Bruce. How fitting after we just talked about the Dark Knight. It's is it Bruce Wayne from yeah, Gotham? Is Bruce Gotham? Is that where right. is that where he's from? So Bruce, wherever you're from, <laughs> thank you for writing in. Um, Bruce says, with the Oscars coming up, what movie did not get nominated that you think should have, and where? What were your favorites? Excuse me. I'll go through this quick. We don't we need got, to spend a lot of time, but yeah. I think the Lego Movie definitely got robbed. I really enjoyed the Lego Movie. Oh, uh, I well, thought it was, it was a great movie. Joyous. It was yeah. awesome. the The animation was amazing. Um, it did, how did it's How to Train Your Dragon two? That's a nominee, right? Yeah, I think so. The first, I saw um, the first one. It's not. It's not that bad. It's not a bad movie. I'm not saying it is, but I it's a sequel. I didn't think I mean, it was an epic. Or the anything. Lego Movie seemed to yeah. be really, really uh, like original. Yeah, the best movie I saw this year is probably Nightcrawler. That's on my list. Yeah, I thought Gyllenhaal was spectacular in that. Yeah. He was a psychopath, and I like he really threw himself into the role. Yeah, it got some Oscar buzz, but it didn't get nominated. But I really feel that should have been at least on the list. I liked Interstellar a lot. I know that that's kind of controversial. A lot of people yeah. didn't like it. Uh, they thought it was too big. Yeah. But I thought visually it was amazing. Um, right. It can't be beat visually. And it did get some buzz for at least in the picture yeah. when it was new. But it kind of got dropped it out. It was by a other really ones. cool story, too. Yeah. And uh, someone who I thought got robbed, completely robbed for best actor. Yes. Best, best uh, male lead or whatever they say. I totally think Keanu Reeves got, <laughs> got robbed from John Wick. You love you some John Wick. Dude, John Wick, I got to tell you, not I don't mean that seriously that he should have got it nominated, but I love that movie. I think he made it a little if bit. You, if you haven't seen that movie, you need to watch If you're a fan of this yep. show and the show, the movies that we've watched, you should watch John Wick immediately. Yeah, I Turn think this we, off and watch it. I think we need to do an emergency podcast on John Wick yeah. in the near future because it really was a, a kick-ass movie. It was so good. If we want to do yeah. good, good, good slash good movies or whatever uh, the, the person that wrote in said, yeah, that's a I good love slash that good. movie. Yeah. What else you got? Uh, just a couple of movies. I know they're not best act, uh, best picture type movies, but they're movies that I really enjoyed in the past year. Uh, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. We saw that together. That was really yeah. good. Uh, Edge of Tomorrow, Live, Die, Repeat with Tom Cruise. That was a, another excellent movie. The Equalizer with yeah. Denzel. Just it's it's basically That's a fun movie. It's uh it's Liam Neeson's. Yeah, it's, Liam. Li- it's it's Liam Neeson's. It's a movie Liam Neeson probably turned down. I just threw Denzel in there as a replacement. You know something about The Equalizer? I didn't feel like it was too long until I watched John Wick. Yeah. Like, I felt like John Wick was more to the point. More action And I John still Wick, loved them yeah. both. Don't get me wrong. They're similar types of movies. Yeah. John Wick, definitely more to the point. And we're not saying that these movies should have won Oscars. These right. are just movies that we really enjoyed yeah. over the over the past year or so. And uh, during Oscar season, let's talk about, like, a couple of Oscar movies that talk about overrated movies flat out didn't deserve to win the yeah. Oscar. I'm going I'm to rail. I, I railed about The Godfather, and I never saw it. I'm going to rail about another movie that I never saw, and it's The Artist. The Fartist? The, the Fartist. <laughs> isn't, isn't there like a parody of that called The Fartist? <laughs> there has to be. I'm pretty sure it's on Netflix. Yeah. So this movie, and I called it during the Oscars that this freaking movie was going to win everything. Because, so you've never seen it, right? No. I, I knew it was going to win everything just because it's a silent movie. It had the and gimmick. it's black and white. It's got to win because they're doing something different. Yeah. It's, Anytime we talk about Oscar bait, anytime you do this type of thing with a movie or you make a musical, you blow it out or you talk about a a historical figure like Lincoln, it's like it's 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 made to win an Oscar. Yeah. Forrest Gump's another one. Forrest Gump was another very um, controversial win. I don't believe it, though. See, there was the whole triad of. Forrest Gump, Pulp Fiction, Shawshank Redemption. You, what do you say? Listen, I love Pulp Fiction. Don't get me wrong; it's one yeah. of my favorite movies I've, I've watched. But yeah. I, it doesn't it doesn't compute when you're talking about Forrest Gump and Shawshank. And yeah. I, I think it's an excellent movie. It's uh-huh. just it doesn't uh, it doesn't fit the Oscar mold. See, I, I'm being I'm being the Academy here. Yeah, yeah. We talked. Forrest Gump's a great movie. Um, we talked about what's the one movie you could watch for the rest of your life. I'm yeah. going to change my answer. Changing it to Shawshank Redemption. No way. Shawshank should have won the Oscar here and should be my one and only movie, Desert Island movie. And I love and I love that love movie. Don't get me wrong. It's on it's on A and E all the time Acting or whatever AMC. And the story and the setting of the prison. I love prison movies too. Yeah. It, it's a great movie. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, but I think the scope of Forrest Gump and what it yeah. tried to do, it, it's like yeah. and the fact that special effects at the time it just was over the top and right. it had to win. But it's not egregious as artists because don't give me that bullshit about let's win the Oscar because it's a silent film. Uh, <laughs> How many people's list of number one hater are you going to be on tomorrow morning? Oh, gee, I don't care. <laughs> artist fans, bring it on, please. And yes, I know I'm being ignorant. I haven't, I haven't seen the movie. Not going not gonna to start. You love John Wick and you hate the artist? <laughs> I can't believe you. Another popular one I have here is Argo. 
Now, Argo won Best Picture over juggernauts such as Django Unchained, Les Miserables. I've never seen Argo, so I can't comment on this. Life of Pi, Lincoln, Silver Linings Playbook, and Zero Dark Thirty. I think Argo's a very overrated movie. Talk about overrated. It's just, I don't know, if they make a fake movie to try to get people out of the building. It's just, I don't care. I don't care. It was, <laughs> I, it was, a, it was a good movie. It was okay. And you really liked it. You liked it a lot. Yeah. Django Unchained was spectacular. Life of Pi was visually stunning. You're just a Tarantino fanboy. Silver Linings right? Playbook was a joyous romp. I love Silver Argo, Linings Playbook. Can I say that? This building. What? Can I say I love Silver Linings? Oh, I love that movie. Fantastic. And movie. I thought Hurt Locker was better than Zero Dark Thirty. I think Zero Dark Thirty got yeah. nominated because of the subject matter. I agree. Hurt and Locker I, over Zero Dark. I still enjoyed Zero Dark Thirty, but I just thought like the lead up was. It's like maybe because you know what's going to happen, like they're going to get him. Why do you hate Catherine Bigelow? <laughs> He's leaning in on the, on the table here, by the way. He's leaning in. I don't dislike her at all. I just think Are Hurt you Locker, afraid of the female behind the lens? No, I think that Hurt Locker was better I'm than Zero missing. Dark Thirty. I know. I'm just I just think Zero Dark Thirty, like the subject matter, elevated it to where it was. And it was yeah. still a great movie. Don't get me wrong. It was epic, but it just felt like so long. I get you. I Hurt feel Locker you. was a little more action-packed. I feel you. Um. So anyway... Not to cut this short, but let's move on to the next the next question. And we'll go through these pretty quick because I know we're running out of time. Uh, the next one comes from Tony, who signs his name Tony. Unfortunately, not Almeida. I want to be friends with Tony here. Yeah, Tony, friend <laughs> us on Facebook here. Um, I love I love that he signed his name that way. Um, but he says, I've been, lis- I've been a listener since you guys did Bauer Hour and really enjoyed the reunion episode with Ty on the Ghostbusters. Since you're doing movies now, what are your thoughts on a 24 movie? Well, of that course way, I'm all for it. Of course, yeah. I'm all for it, but I'd rather have another season. Yeah. Season that's made to be a TV season. Live Another Day was excellent. If they're going to make it a movie, they should probably kill Jack Bauer at the end of it. You yeah. think? I, I mean, I, that's, that's the only move you could make there. Yeah. I think they'll always leave it ambiguously. They'll either kill him or leave it up to debate. But yeah, I guess I you could blow him up and not yeah. show him. I think from here on out, they're not going to let him live a happy life. Yeah. He's so. tortured. But anyway, yeah. uh, so moving on to the next question. I know we got to go through these a little quicker. Uh, this one comes from Eli, who says, guys, what the hell is the Golden Closet? You mentioned it in every episode. Are they a sponsor for you guys? So uh, I want to thank Eli Roth for... for uh, <laughs> He's going to call him Eli Roth. For signing in. Eli Roth. Well, it's either Roth or Manning. It could be Eli. Yeah. Eli I'm going to say it's Eli Manning. Yeah. Uh, so they are not a sponsor of us. Let's yeah. get this clear right now. We need right to make now. that clear. They don't pay us. They don't ask us to do anything. They've never met us. We email them. They coldly... <laughs> do not respond we were going to set up a, an interview with them and I'm, I'm still hoping to do it because i think they're a really cool website yeah um, so the website is basically well we we mention this in every uh, almost every one of our episodes we'd like to have some of the props that are in these movies like for example the last episode we did was she's all that we wanted we wanted a lady's wig freddie prince jr's varsity jacket yeah we wanted his varsity jacket these are the type of items that you can get on the goldencloset.com not specifically them but if you want to have a very prestigious item from a, a movie you go on the goldenclass.com, more than likely they're going to have something for you. Like a lot of Batman memorabilia, yeah. a lot of 24 memorabilia, a lot of uh, just, just random action movies. Anything you search for, they got it. There. I pulled out a couple of items of note. Um, if you're a fan of of Batman, the the, the Val Kilmer movies, yeah. you can get Chris O'Donnell's Robin symbol. It's like $1,500. <laughs> you can get the $1,500. Do you think that's overpriced? A little bit. But I th- I'll tell you what's accurately priced, okay? Yeah. Um, and you pointed this one out to me. Escape from L.A. production book with script. 250 bucks. I would get that. If like, you're a fan of that yeah. movie, If I love that movie, price. I would buy that. No doubt about it. See, it's just that we're very fascinated with this memorabilia Yeah, the, the industry, like, yeah, acquiring so, it. How do they get it? We like, want to know auctions? more, so we're, we're trying to get these people on a show here to do a little, maybe a little five-minute interview. So yeah. we'll see what happens down the road. And I know other people have written in and asked us this. People on Twitter have asked us to, um, you know, could you get them on there? Because people know what the website is. There's a bunch of other websites out there that do that, but yeah. we found them back in the Bauer Hour days, and I just really am a fan of the website. I think it's I think the it's best really, name. It's, it's the best yeah, name. Because it's, it's cool. It's, a, yeah. it's a, It makes a good name. It's a good yeah. brand. Right. So I think they're a great website. I think they have a lot of cool stuff out there so if you're in the market for memorabilia sure. again well, we are not sponsored by them yeah. but just head on out we and, wish uh, we were sponsored let them know by that them. we let them know that we sent you yeah if you're yeah. if you're looking to make a purchase let them know that we directed you guys there maybe we can get them on the show we have a nice interview um so anyway let's get to the awards um i know that that you put together a really good list of awards and yes. we, we talked about this in the beginning uh, we're going to wrap the show up with this so yeah i put together some categories here these are the uh 2015 oscars they have lifetime achievement award Sometimes a couple of them get get cut for time constraints. So we have the official list here. 
If you see the envelope, <laughs> you got that paper. He's unsealed yeah. the envelope. So I've got my hands on the nominees and the winners. And I'm going to see if you can pick the winners here. We All got right. four categories. You have no prior knowledge of these categories. I do not. That envelope was sealed. So, Drew, let me ask you the first category best Tom Cruise sprint in a movie all time <laughs> lifetime achievement are we talking about like the super cut of him running yes alright <laughs> and the nominees are Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol the dust storm scene oh he was running away from that dust storm yes. pretty hard nominee two Jerry Maguire two-parter both running to the game to see Cuba Gooding Jr. when he was late and then running <laughs> away to the airport to beat Renee Zellweger oh my god and number three Collateral, the entire movie where he runs like he's the T freaking one thousand. Hey, he's got the silver hair. You're he's got your the favorite. silver hair. He's got the suit. He's like the T one thousand in that movie. He's, he's he's running this entire movie. He's wearing also the Pee Wee Herman suit without yes. the red bow tie. <laughs> it's a Pee Wee. He has a Pee Wee Herman like it's the gray like herringbone suit. I'm going with the dust storm. You're going with the dust storm. Yeah, dust storm. The award goes to Mission Impossible. Yeah, correct. All right. Very nice. Very nice. All right. One for one. I'm going with that one. Category two. All right. Best Jean-Claude Van Damme split ever. Oh, man. This is... Best split lifetime achievement. Nominee one. Bloodsport. Meditating at the highest building of Hong Kong in preparation <laughs> for the Kumite. That's awesome. <laughs> one false move. One wind gust and that guy's going over. All right? He has a, a, an itch to scratch. He's falling <laughs> yeah. over, man. Now, there's a lot of splits in that movie that deserve consideration. This yeah. is my favorite. Nominee two, double impact. Jean-Claude oh, Van Damme man. in yoga pants, thrusting his crotch in front of 10 women, and they're all loving it. Did, did they make male yoga pants? I guess they <laughs> oh, did. Oh, they did. <laughs> Look it up. Nominee three, kickboxer. Yeah. The drunken dancing scene where he's dancing with the two girls, and he just has to do the splits. He does four straight multiple splits, and the girls look like they have no idea what the hell's going on. Listen, we hate the artist, and we love these movies. Yes. I can't. People are going to be so mad. What do you say, sir? Uh, I'm going with the meditating scene, just based on the fact of the difficulty of meditating while you're like completely split in half. Well, you're right. It is difficult. The winner... Double impact! Oh. Thrusting with yoga pants in I front of 10 women. I can't be mad about that. I can't be mad about that one. That, that, that's fair. Please look that up on YouTube if you want to see something yeah. ridiculous. If you want to see him in yoga pants, thrusting his crotch at the women, go look that we'll up. We'll post it in the show notes. Yeah. Number three. Best Nicolas Cage hairstyle oh ever in a movie. This will be good. This is a very prestigious award. Nominee one. Con Air. Where he looks like Chad Kroger from Nickelback. He really does. <laughs> if they ever need a, to do a movie about yeah. Nickelback, yeah. they can cast Cameron Poe. Yeah, Chad Kroger made, made the song Hero. It's like, that's his hero right Before there. Before he cut his yeah. hair. Con Air, Nick Cage. Number two, Ghost Rider, where he pulled the hair straight off of Clive Owen's head. Yeah, that, like. that is straight up Clive Owen hair. It's totally a wig. That's a not wig. his hair. That is not his hair. Number three, Sorcerer's Apprentice. It's basically a wizard's rat nest. It kind of looks like the Con Air hair, but but not really. But, but weathered. It's like weathered and gray. And magical. Like he went and hung out like on the beach for like three <laughs> weeks and didn't wash his hair. He's got like the oh. sea salt in there. Oh, man. I hate to keep picking the first one, whoa, but whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, you, you're not done. Number four. Oh, my God. You're throwing free for loop here. Adaptation. Balding <laughs> that afro. Wins. That wins. Balding red afro. That's my vote. I'm voting for that and one. the winner is? I'm voting for balding afro. It was Adaptation. Like, yeah. It People was like, forget about it. He was, you could see right through it, man, to the scalp. <laughs> now, let me ask you a question. Is that his real hair? Maybe that's his what real hair. What if that's hair? his real hair? Like, nobody Maybe knows. Like, it. every, it's, a, it's a wig. It's a piece in every single movie he's done. But that's really the That's his real hair. hair. I'll say yes. That's a good call by you. All right. Final category. Last question. Lifetime achievement. Best action movie character name of all time. Now, we have six here. This is going to be hard. Steven Seagal. Mason Storm, hard to kill. Dude, that's so strong. Two, Arnold Schwarzenegger as John Matrix in Commando. Oh, Number three, Sylvester Stallone, Marion Cobra Cobretti from Cobra. Could have said Rambo. It's like a play Too on obvious. words. Yes. Number four, Jean-Claude Van Damme again. Chance Boudreau, hard target. Great movie. Five, Nicolas Cage as Caster Troy in Face Off. Solid <laughs> name. And number six, Wesley Snipes as Simon Phoenix no, in Demolition Man. That's not doing it for He's me. He's not a hero, but it's such a great Read, it, read him back real quick one more time. Mason Storm, 
John Matrix, Marion Cobra Cobretti, Chance Boudreau, Castro Troy, Simon Phoenix. I'm going Cobra. You're going Cobra Cobretti. Because um, I love the cover of that movie. <laughs> it looks so 80s. Best opening to a movie of any action movie. Love it. The winner is... It's not going to be that one, I know. But that's my favorite. Mason Storm, Steven yeah, Seagal. You should have known me better. You should have known me better. I'm going Seagal every you're time. Seagal, yeah. You know, and I can't argue that. I can't yep. argue that. And you heard it here, folks. Those are the uh, snubbed Oscar uh, cutting room floor awards. You may have seen the show on Sunday. That's what you missed. We had it here first. <laughs> well, look, this has been a hell of a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, hopefully you guys like this show. I, I got know. to know you a little better. There's yeah. some of the stuff that I didn't even know about you. We've known each other for like 20 years yeah. and we, we still we still didn't know that. Um, but, uh, you know, hopefully people enjoy this show. Um, hopefully we didn't bore the shit out of them. No, please. I mean, this is how, how do you how do you know how to trust us as hosts if you don't know the inner workings of us? We're going to keep collecting some of these questions. Uh, we apologize in advance if we don't read them on the air. We We try to crunch a lot into our movie shows yeah. um so we might do another the, one of these in the uh, future if we get some good feedback and don't get it twisted we got like 12 total emails yeah we ever. read all of them so we read almost all of them right now, <laughs> so. so i just want to say thank you for writing in everybody that wrote in um and uh if you if you have some other feedback to leave us you can hit us up at the last row podcast at gmail.com um follow us on twitter at the last row pod we're on facebook google plus leave us some comments on the soundcloud player um, we do have a voicemail. We didn't get any yet. I challenge everybody to leave us a voicemail. Challenge him. I challenge you. 415-779-LAST. 415-779-5278. I'm going to voicemail you. You're going to leave me a voicemail? I'll play it on the air. I'll play it on the air. Yeah. All right. Well, next week, we'll have a new movie for you. We'll do a movie podcast. It's still und- undetermined. But until then, see you next time. See you. See you.